Scaffoam North America specializes in scaffold sales and rental. For over 40 years, Scaffoam has developed its global footprint with physical locations in 15 countries. However, as a group, we haven't lost our family-owned roots. Serving North America with locations in Canada and the USA, we strive to offer our clients the highest caliber of products with the most professional and efficient staff. Products typically include scaffolding and heavy-duty shoring systems. Our scaffold design team and engineering group are even able to make custom solutions for customers when they're in need of a specific product that no one else provides. We are industrially focused with large infrastructure projects, including but not limited to towers, facades, bird cages, spheres, suspended scaffolds, refineries, dams, power stations, bridges, water towers or standpipes, water digesters, hoardings, stair towers, and rolling scaffolds. If you would like to learn more about Scaffoam International, please see scaffoam-rux.com. Welcome to the Sailor Jimmy Podcast, your one-stop shop for raw takes on current events, sports, news, and everything in between. Inspiring people to chase their dreams, share their success stories, and find joy in life. Now, here's your captain at the helm, U.S. Navy veteran, Jimmy Rogers. Welcome to another episode of the Sailor Jimmy Podcast. Hope all you shipmates are doing well out there. We have a very, very special show for you today. As you guys know, the concert in the country is coming up November 5th in Magnolia, Texas. And headlining the show will be Aaron Watson and Shenandoah. We have Marty Rayburn and Aaron Watson on the show today. We're going to bring Marty Rayburn on first. Marty, thank you for taking the time to uh, join us today. Uh, I want to welcome to the show Marty Rayburn, who is a Grammy award-winning artist and the lead singer, lead vocalist of the band Shenandoah. Marty, welcome to the show. I appreciate you having me. Thank you, buddy. You bet. So you're coming to town November 5th to Magnolia, Texas to perform at the seventh annual concert in the country, benefiting Boots for Troops. Just a little bit about me. I'm the co-founder of Boots for Troops, a Navy veteran. So I want to thank you for coming out and being a part of this annual fundraiser for us. Just so you know, this fundraiser, what we do is we take the money, 100% of the money raised at this event. There is no for-profit investor. 100% of the money goes to Boots for Troops, the organization. And we send custom care packages across the world to all branches of the military with new pairs of boots in every single care packages. We send about a thousand care packages a year. And this time of the year in November, December is the most meaningful time of the year that we send these care packages. So it's a big deal for our organization and we're grateful to have you out. We also fly soldiers and sailors and Marines home to their hometowns with the money raised to spend Christmas, New Year's, Thanksgiving with family. Then we fly them back to base at no charge to the service member. So you're a part of something really big for the military and for our community. So thank you for being a part of it. Well, brother, I, hey, I appreciate your service and I appreciate what you continue to do for the for the U.S. fighting soldier. I, I appreciate that. Thank you. You bet. So just a couple of questions for you so our audience can get to know you. How did you come up with the name Shenandoah? Well, you know, actually, the name was given to us by the promotional staff that we had at CBS. Uh, Rick Hall and Rick Blackburn had came up with the name Shenandoah. We we had several other names picked out that we wanted to use, but they didn't think any of them was any count. So they, they came with Shenandoah. So in fact, they give us the choice between the Rhythm Rangers or Shenandoah. Now, Sammy, which one would you pick? 
<laughs> Most definitely Shenandoah. <laughs> so you've had a lot of hits over the years. Obviously, Two Dozen Roses is a big, popular, probably the most popular. I've had the opportunity the last, since we were able to finalize your booking, I've had the opportunity to really dive into all the songs that you've sang, including your Super Hits album. So Mama Knows, Ghost in This House, Something Off the Top of My Head, Moon Over Georgia, all the wonderful hits. What is your favorite one that you get to perform on stage in front of the crowd? What's always your favorite song to go to? You know, Church on Cumberland Road's always a good one. In fact, we end the show with that one. And yeah, I'd have to say probably Vicinity of the Heart, the one that we did with Allison Krauss. That, that's the one we got a Grammy on as well. And, uh, you know, Moon Over Georgia and them Texas folks, we probably played in Texas more than we have anywhere else, actually. During our 35-year career, we've been to Texas more than we have anywhere. And in fact, when the album The Road Not Taken came out, which had two dozen roses on it, you know, the label was pretty excited for us. We, we'd sold 100,000 units in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex alone, you know, uh, the week it came out. So we already knew that we had a lot of friends and a lot of fans down there in Texas. And that sure kind of codified it for the label and all. They, they understood it then. Well, I'm a huge fan of Moon Over Georgia. I think that's my favorite. I've been playing it like crazy lately. So I'm hope, I hope that's on the set list. And I hope you guys sing that at concert in the country because it's my favorite. This is your 35th anniversary tour. How has touring changed since the first five years you're touring to now in 2022? Probably the thing that I would have to say, really not a whole lot, you know, because of, because of what we do, you know, when we leave and and what we do as far as, you know, showing up to the venues for, you know, load in and sound check and, and that type of stuff. I mean, we still do sound check. There's a lot of acts that don't, but we do. You know, I like to get up there and sing, kind of blow out the pipes a little bit, even if we work the night before. So not much? Not really. Not a whole lot. Do you have anybody in your family that served in the military? What's your connection to the military, if any? Obviously, I've done some research and it's all you've made some videos. I know you are a big advocate for the troops. And I'm just curious, is anybody in your family that served? I've got a boy, my middle boy. He, he was in the 3rd Infantry Division. He, he was in Iraq, done a couple couple wings there. And, and thank God, you know, he came back and, and he's seen some ugly stuff while he was there. But glory to God, he's he's in good shape. And I thank the Lord for that. He absolutely loved, you know, he loved it. He loved being in the military. He actually wanted to make it on a little further. But, you know, during that time, there was not a lot of promoting going on in the ranks. And, and therefore, he was, he was promotable, you know, four times and they, and they wouldn't ease him up. So uh, he thought, you know, if I'm going to have to stay here. What branch of the military? He was Army. Army. Okay. He was Army. Well, very cool. Well, make sure you tell him that we, we said thank you for his service. And, and brother, he, he thank you for yours as well, too. He stays in pretty close contact with several of those boys that he was with over there. And, and, you know, I think that's a good thing. I think it helps all of them, actually. Absolutely. Especially with the experiences that they went through. I, I think it helps all of them. Absolutely. Well, I'll tell you what, Marty, you're coming, you're in for a special treat. We kind of call our concert is very, it's a very unique concert. It's set in the middle of a horse pasture on a beautiful horse farm in Texas. But we turned the first 13 acres of the farm into a concert venue. And it's not just a concert. It's a night of patriotism and a really good crowd, good people. But what does our military men and women mean to you? Not just your son. Obviously, your son serving gives you a very, very big connection to it. But the fact that we have these men and women who go out there and defend our, our way of life, what does that mean to you? Well, it means a great deal would be a, a way understatement. You know, I, I realize 
these men and women, especially, you know, for one thing, you know, we have a volunteer army. We, we don't have a draft. They literally went willingly, you know, just like my boy did. And, and to recognize that that he did it showed me that, and I'm not advocating my boy didn't have a lot of courage. He, he's always had a lot of courage through his life. But then when he told me he signed up, I said, son, you, you do recognize that we're on two battlefronts. You're going to wind up on one of them. Now, you realize that. He said, Dad, I understand that. But he said, you know, I, this is what I want to do. And, you know, this is where I'm going. And it's not a question of whether I want you to like it or not. It's just because I know good and well how much you love me. You, you're not going to like it. You're going to worry yourself to death. I, right. I know you will. Right. But, Daddy, it's I got to do. I, I've just got to do it. There's something within me that says I've got to do it. Well, now, if my boy felt that way and he wasn't drafted. There's a lot of other young men that felt the same way, and, and uh, some young ladies did as well. And, and, you know, to recognize that they would have what they felt about our country, I tell you, we, we could use a whole lot more of that. Whether anybody ever joined the service or not, we could use a whole lot more of that, you know, literally in our civilization as it is. If we could get people to adapt to a little bit more of the pulling together instead of the hatred, that'd be a wonderful thing, you know. And Look, we, without a shadow of doubt, have the strongest military there is on planet Earth. And more than anything else in the world, we have a wonderful thing called prayer that's more powerful than the atomic bomb. Absolutely. And that, that, that follows our troops and, and prays for our men and women when stuff's up and, and stuff like that. We need some leadership in this country that will help supply whatever in the world they need and to make sure they've got plenty of it. That's what we need. We need some leadership in Washington to do that. And I agree wholeheartedly. And that's where... I'm proud of the work that our organization has done is sometimes, like you said, we need we need to make sure that the men and women have what they need. And that's what our care package program is about. We we correspond with every service member. We find out what they're missing from home. Do they need a watch? Do they need headphones? How can we boost their morale? How can we help them through this difficult time away from their family? And our custom care packages are, are really awesome. If you have the time Go to boots4troops.org, Marty, and just take a look at the, the website and the testimonials and see the impact we're making around the world. It's very real, and we're just so happy to have you come and be a part of it and experience it. But for everyone coming to the concert, this is our seventh annual year doing this. We've had some really wonderful names, Easton Corbin, Pat Green, Tracy Lawrence, some great guys out. What can the crowd expect to see from Shenandoah this year at Concert in the Country? We like to get the crowd involved, and we want them singing along. and hooping and hollering and clapping and, you know, and enjoying themselves, you know, because, look, y'all are having us down there to entertain people. You know, look, we could get up there for 90 minutes and pick and sing and fulfill an obligation that we've got, but that's not what we're about. You know, we're, we're literally about entertaining people and going the extra mile, making sure that everybody enjoys what they came for, you know. And at the end of the evening, what we found is for 90 minutes or two hours, however long we're going to play, when folks leave, they realize that they were a part of a show instead of just sitting and witnessing one. And if we've done that and, and people are excited and they, you know, they're into it and they're having a big time, then we've done what we were supposed to do. But we want to go the extra mile with, with anything in the world we do, you know, just, just, just like for the cause that, you know, we're coming down there for, you know, what y'all are doing. You want to be able to pack and, and to put as much in those bags and, and those boxes as you possibly can. You want to get as many troops home as you possibly can. And, you know, look, Anybody that's doing anything and, and to not do it with your whole heart, you know, it becomes to the point where it's not worth it. And when you give it all you got and you know, the people that, that you touch and the lives that you touch, that's when the impact is really made is when that is. And performing for us is, you know, at the end of the evening, that, that's when we realize where our impact was. Let me kind of reiterate on the, 
what I feel about the, the, the troops and what they mean to me. You know, look, they were covered under a blanket of freedom that was given to us a long time ago. In fact, there was a World War II veteran that just passed away here in our hometown. And the fanfare was, was unbelievable. That's back when people recognized, look, our, our, our country was at war with an enemy that wanted to devour us. And we had young men that literally went into to harm's way and waved that off. A lot of them lost their lives. A lot of them didn't. But they became distinguished people in our communities and stuff like that. And people recognized the, the integrity it is to, to put on a uniform and to, and to strap on a gun and to go into battle. Certainly. Well, I certainly appreciate your passion for the troops, and you seem like you're still passionate about performing after 35 years, and we're extremely excited to have you. And I want you to know that I know you've done probably thousands and thousands of concerts your entire career, and you've done some big things, and this is going to be super special for you. And when you leave there, I want you to know that you were part of something that really helped our troops' morale, and we're just happy to have you. So thank you for taking the time to do this and help us promote this event. And I look forward to meeting you myself when you come into town. I look forward to it as well, Sam. And believe me, brother, we're honored to be a part of it. We thank you all for having us. We'll try to hold up our end of the line for you, bro. We'll tow it. Okay, Marty, thank you so much for taking the time. I appreciate you. Hey, thank you. Thank you, Sam. Appreciate you, brother. You bet. Talk to you soon. All right, Aaron Watson, welcome to the show. Thank you for taking the time and thank you for putting up with our shenanigans to start the show. But you're coming out to Magnolia, Texas, November 5th for the seventh annual concert in the country benefiting Boots for Troops. My name is Jimmy Rogers, co-founder of the organization, Navy veteran. I want to thank you for coming out, participating on that weekend and just welcome to the show, man. Yeah, thank you for your service, brother. You bet. So... I don't know if you know, but the concert, November 5th in Magnolia, is what Boots for Troops does is we send custom care packages around the world to deploy troops. Every care package comes with a new pair of boots. We send about 1,000 a year. And obviously, this time of the year with the holidays coming up, there's not a more important time to be sending the care packages. So thank you for coming and being a part of it. Do you have any connection to the military yourself? Anybody that served in your family? Oh, yeah. My dad's 100% disabled from serving our country. I mean, I was raised at a VA hospital, so that's just always been a part of my life. You know, dad was injured in Vietnam and for as far back as I can remember, I was always up there at the hospital with dad, either for his appointments or doing volunteer work up there. I mean, I can remember this is back in the early eighties, you know, going room to room and visiting all the old World War II vets i'm sure there there were some world war one vets back then you know world war two vets are the best yeah absolutely my granddad's right our granddad's so yeah i I was raised by a veteran and i saw just the hardships and struggles that he had because of his injuries and so you know i feel like i've called the va hospital a few times pretty pissed off if you ever need me to call the va and work somebody over you let me know because i'm a i'm a professional i tell you i don't i don't deal with the va man i just i don't have time for the song and dance you know so i'm very blessed in my service i don't i don't have ptsd or any major injury so yeah uh, i save that for the people who need it but i'm grateful to hear that you do have a connection to the cause we also fly guys home during the holidays e4 and below we usually sponsor between 30 and 40 flights a year. We fly them home to their hometown. They spend Christmas, Thanksgiving, or New Year's with their family. Then they 
we fly them back to base, no cost to the service member. So this actual awesome. concert on November 5th is, it's a big deal for our, for our military. And it's a big deal for our community. So we're grateful to have you. We've tried to get you the last couple of years. It hasn't worked out scheduling. So everybody's super excited for you to come. Me personally, I'm a big fan of yours because I've read about you and I know you started your career as an underdog. Somebody, I know there's a yeah. couple of stories about people not really believing in you. And so you're an, you're an inspiration to me. Thanks, when you brother. get on stage and you perform, Aaron, what's your favorite song to perform? What's your go-to, the one that really gets you going? You know, I don't know. I think with the last couple of years, how crazy things have been with, you know, everything getting shut down. And I hurt my vocal cords several months back and I was out for, I wasn't able to sing and really talk much for about three months. I think since I've been back, I like singing all of them. You know, it's <laughs> like, I'm happy that I can, you know, I'm happy just to be able to sing Mary Had a Little Lamb. But, you know, there are those songs, you know, like there's a song I have called Freight Train and the crowd goes crazy for that. July and Cheyenne, you know, I've got a song we do every night. It's a medley where I put together a bunch of my really patriotic songs that pays tribute to our veterans and active duty and our servicemen and women and our first responders. And I use that part of the show as just a way for all our veterans and active duty to look around and see that they're loved and appreciated. Uh, they need to see that support. And that's, you know, that's a big part of my show. It's like, that's kind of part of my mission is, you know, if there's any veterans there tonight, I, they're, they're going to show up just to think they're seeing a country a country singer, but they're going to walk away going, wow, man, that I want them more than anyone, you know, walking away feeling good. I don't talk a lot about politics. I don't think that politicians are the backbone of this country. I think it's our our servicemen and women, our veterans. They're the backbone, you know, so that's always kind of my mission during my show. And I, I mean, I've been doing that for 20 years now. I mean, but it's, you know, for me, it just comes natural because right. my dad is a veteran. You know, that's, that's my daddy. So you're, so you're naturally connected and you have, it's good to hear that you're passionate about the men and women who serve our country. Cause that's really what this whole concert and event is about. It is a hundred percent of the money it goes to boots for troops. There's no for-profit investor. So it's not just a concert. It's really an event of a lot of patriotism and a night to show a love and appreciation for, like you said, our men and women who are the backbone of this country. Absolutely. I agree Absolutely. with you there. I think, like you said, with COVID and everything that happened, I think we're all super grateful just to be able to work. And, you know, you kind of made a good point by saying just be able to sing any song, right? Because there was a time where we were doing yeah. Zoom concerts <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah. stage performing. Man, those sucked. Those concerts. <laughs> trying I did to get a bunch it. of those. <laughs> yeah, I we mean, saw a lot of artists doing those. In one way, you're like, hey, I'm thankful. I'm getting paid. Right. And then in the other side of it, I'm like, I'm singing to my phone. <laughs> or my computer. Or my computer. Yeah. Oh, there were some crazy ones I did. I mean, it was. Well, I, I mean, I, you guys I, had to. You guys had to get creative, right? I mean, oh yeah, it was interesting to see everybody's creativity during that time to keep food on the table and keep, you know, you have mouths to feed as well, and you're banded and your crew. Yeah. So that was an interesting time. Yeah, it was. I mean, I had fun. I'm all about that hustle. 
getting creative. <laughs> I know. I watch your TikTok. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm trying. Very creative. I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> You're trying, trying to get more followers, huh? <laughs> I'm trying not to get in trouble. One of my favorite songs by you is July and Cheyenne. Obviously, it's about Lane Frost, the famous bull rider who passed away. Mm-hmm. What's your association with bull riding? Oh, Did you, you know, ride bulls when you were younger? I've been on a bull once, and I don't really want to talk about it. But <laughs> Sure, it wasn't a dairy calf? <laughs> he, he went, it might, it might have been, but it sure felt like a bull to me, you know. How long did you last? Well, it went that way and I went that way. And <laughs> as soon as that gate opened, he was off that thing. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I went to a school, I played baseball at New Mexico Junior College, and I think a lot of things have probably changed since then. But there were some bull riders there that had a rodeo team, and one Saturday night, they asked if any of us baseball guys wanted to try to ride a bull and apparently back then there were no rules or regulations you have to sign no waiver you just jump on the back of the bull <laughs> yeah <laughs> there was no waiver but you know lane's mom she said something that was something that i needed to hear i was going through a tough time we had just lost a little girl shortly after she was born and lane's mom said she said Lane was a world champion bull rider but that wasn't his greatest achievement she said Lane's greatest achievement came a year before he died when he asked Jesus to be his Lord and Savior. And that hit me hard. You know, it kind of put things into perspective that this world is not our home. This world is full of a lot of heartache. And I don't know, I just needed to hear those words, you know. And I thought, I'm going to write her a song. Her name's Elsie. You know, I was like, I'm going to write Elsie and her husband Clyde a song. So I wrote a song for them and did a little acoustic version and i never thought much of it you know and then i sang it at the san antonio rodeo cowboy church the following year and people just went crazy for that song and i ended up singing it at the shows and that one's a special song it's a beautiful song and anybody who's a rodeo fan or a cowboy i mean it just really hits home with you yeah this concert in the country you're coming to in november it's actually set on a 35-acre horse farm in Magnolia. We turned the first 13 acres into a concert venue, and it actually houses some PBR bucking bulls, and it's got some bulls on the property that have been to the world finals. Oh, wow. So it's a a really cool venue. So if if you're interested, when you come out, we'll take you down to the bullpen and show you some of the bulls. Dude, Um, absolutely. But yeah, so I know you were connected in some way. I wanted to find out. You answered the question for me about what inspired you to write that song, July and Cheyenne, but yeah, that's awesome. Well, thanks brother. You bet. And you, you brought up a minute ago about your faith and Jesus Christ. And just from following you, I know you're a Christian and obviously faith has played a role in your music career and in your life. Tell us more about your faith and what it means to you. I'm not one of these guys. It's like going around, you know, I'm not one of those goody goodies. You know, my <laughs> whole thing is, I tell people, Jesus came to heal the the sick, you know, and I was like, he, you know, I throw myself in that category. It's like, I need him as much as, as anybody, you know, that's just one of those things where it's his footsteps that were to follow. So I, you know, I play a lot of honky tonks and bars and dance halls, rodeos, fairs, and anything and everything, you know, so I always have people come up to me and A lot of times people are like, you know, I don't know. I just, I feel like I'm too messed up. 
to be a Christian. I'm too messed up for God. And I'm like, dude, you're like the prime candidate. Like you're the one that he's after. You're his recruit. Yeah, absolutely. And so it's just like, I think that's probably the devil. One of the devil's greatest tools is making us feel not good enough. So for me, you know, my wife is a goody two shoe. I'm not, <laughs> you know, she wakes she up singing. Oh gosh, she is me and my boys. She's busting our chops 24 seven. Keeping you aligned. Yeah. Or something. <laughs> yeah. But you know, it's just, it's just one of those things for me. It's, it's not about perfection. It's about understanding that you're imperfect and knowing that Jesus died for the forgiveness of your sins. That's just my thoughts on it. Absolutely. I'm a born again Christian myself. So thank you for sharing those thoughts with us. You bet, buddy. Like I mentioned earlier, you're big. I, I see you on TikTok. You're a lot of fun. Who brews up your I'm, ideals for TikTok? Is that just you sitting around the house saying, I'm going to, like, I, I really enjoyed the one with Clay Walker and the, I guess they call oh, it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, did a show I don't know. Recently. I don't really think of anything. I'm like, I haven't even posted a TikTok in like a couple of weeks. I get on these cold streaks. You know, it's like I do these things because it's supposed to be like helping my job out. And they're, my team is always asking me to make posts. And I'm like, I don't have time for that. But then I, <laughs> I'll do it. Yeah, it's fun. I just come up with stuff sometimes. and But, you know, it's like, I don't know. I have weeks where I'm pretty, where I do pretty good. And then all of a sudden I'll forget to post anything for a month. So, I think I you know, same thing on TikTok. Yeah. It's just like, but it is fun, man. It, it makes you realize there's, it's a freak show out there, buddy. Oh, it really is. And if you get stuck opening that TikTok app late at night in bed, sometimes you can't turn it off and it's just it's ridiculous. Cause it's so yeah. entertaining, so much stupidity and funniness and, you never know when you swipe what next video is going to pop up. Dude, I, I get stuck watching the Beavis and Butthead videos from the <laughs> 90s. Oh, man. Those are, <laughs> I used to watch that religiously. <laughs> yeah, me too. It brings back memories. <laughs> makes me realize, like, I'm still laughing. It makes me realize that I have not matured. Give us your best Beavis and Butthead impersonation. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, whatever. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Shut up, Beavis. <laughs> Shut up, Beavis. That's amazing. You sound just like him. <laughs> You've been practicing. That's, <laughs> that's your next TikTok. That's your next yeah. TikTok. I did. I practiced through the whole '90s with my. You know, it's like. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, fantastic! I mean, I haven't practiced in 20 years, but it's kind of like riding a bike. Yeah, yeah. It's not that yeah. hard to sound that stupid, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> shut up. Hey, it's really funny because one of them just like, shut up, Beavis. <laughs> That's all he says the whole time. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Makes me want to go watch it right now when I'm done. Dude, I'm telling you, <laughs> after my shows, sometimes I, I, you know, I'll get in my bunk and I'm in there watching those videos and I'm just dying, you know. I guess it's one of those things I've if my boys watched it today or my mm-hmm. kids, they'd probably be like, this is the stupidest. stupidest yeah. And I'm like, they well, you just had it. to be there. They you had to be it. there, buddy. That was gold back in the day. That was gold. Yeah, absolutely. Man, 
How's it feel sleeping in those racks on the tour bus? I slept in a rack for six months on an aircraft carrier, so I'm familiar, but. I sleep like a baby on that bus. I mean. It's all about the driver, right? It's all about the driver, you know. Driver's got to know. I tell him, I was like, you better rock me like a baby tonight, bro. (laughs) I tell you what, when I was on that carrier sleeping in that rack, you couldn't feel a thing. The ship was so big. You just sleep like a baby, man. Yeah, I bet that thing, you don't even know you're. So yeah. huge, I bet. Yeah, I don't miss it though. Happy, yeah. To I mean, that's size bed. Yeah, for sure, right. <laughs> well, anyways, Aaron, thanks for taking the time today, brother, and appreciate you participating in this big event. We have it's a big deal for the organization, our community. We have hundreds of businesses that are involved in the community in this event, and I know you do a lot of big shows and rodeos and concerts and. I want you to know that this is going to be a really special one for you. It's not just a concert. It's a night of patriotism. And it's really about honoring our troops. Dude, absolutely, brother. I'm honored. And like I said earlier, thank you for your service. And for people who have been to my show, we honor our troops like every night. I mean, that's the thing. They need to be reminded. They're dodging bullets for minimum wage out there. And they need to know that. People back home, man, are thankful. So you hired the right guy for the job, man. I'm going to work hard for you. And um, anything y'all need, man, I'm going to give you my best. And we're going to make our servicemen and women, our veterans, we're going to make them feel loved. So anything you need, you just let me know, brother. Okay, Aaron. I appreciate that. And we'll take you up on that. Absolutely. All right, man. Thanks for taking the time. And I'll see you. I can't wait to meet you. Can't wait to meet you too, brother. All right, brother. Take care. Here in Texas, it seems each year the weather's becoming more and more extreme. Heating, air conditioning, and refrigeration maintenance, repair and replacement can no longer be left to your run-of-the-mill contractor. In today's world, you need a company that can provide not only top-notch services, but also provide excellent customer service and is reliable, honest, and professional. Well, folks, we're here to tell you. Texas Refrigeration and AC Services, better known as TX Racks, is the company you've been looking for. Texas born, Texas owned, with 30 plus years of experience, TX Racks offers a full range of services for residential and commercial heating, cooling, and refrigeration. If you're looking for the best of the best to handle your preventative maintenance, which will keep your equipment operating efficiently and prevent unnecessary breakdowns. If you're looking for a company that is well-trained in indoor air quality to keep your family and employees healthy and happy. If you're looking for a company with integrity, reliability, and great customer service, look no further. TX Racks has you covered. They offer a full range of air conditioning, heating, and refrigeration services using the most up-to-date technology and training with a mobile app to keep you informed about the arrival of your technician and the expert knowledge and experience to evaluate the quality of air you're breathing, along with always providing a live professional to take your call. TX Racks keeps Texas homes and businesses warm in the winter, cool in the summer, and keeps all of us covered with the best warranties in the business. Always on time, always dependable. Call TX Racks for all your cooling, heating, and air quality needs. TX Racks is your go-to in Texas. Always ready to rack up on satisfied customers. Call TX Racks today. Wow, what a fun show today. Um, literally looking forward to Concert in the Country, November 5th in Magnolia, Texas. Make sure you get your tickets, concertinthecountry.org. When this episode drops, I think we'll be about one week out or less than a week out. So head over to concertinthecountry.org, get your tickets, and we'll see you out there at the Concert in the Country. Thanks for listening to the Sailor Jimmy Podcast. 
Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform so you never miss an episode. For more information or to connect with Jimmy, check us out on the web at sailorjimmy.com, on Facebook at facebook.com slash sailorjimmytx, on Instagram at sailorjimmytx, and on TikTok at sailorjimmy. We'll see you next time.